Thank you for checking out this bonus edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I am your boy, 12 Kyle. Check this out. On this episode, what I want to talk about is that time that I got fired. Um, before I even get into the story, let me give you a little backstory. Uh, it's funny, probably about two weeks ago, um, I was messing around on the internet and I was on Instagram and uh, I saw the homie, Uncle Dolomite from the Too Much Game podcast was on IG Live. So I stopped what I was doing. It was late. It was Saturday night. Wasn't nothing going on. And I uh, jumped on the live with Dolomite, man. And we had a good time. We were laughing and reminiscing about things. And uh, I told him that I was working on this episode uh, about the time that I got fired. And so he told me about the time that he got fired from a particular job. And what that job was, Uncle Dolomite actually used to sell vacuum cleaners for Kirby. Now, here's the funny thing. What was funny to me was that was my first job selling vacuum cleaners for Kirby. And so hearing Dolomite tell his story, which I think uh, outside of what the people who were on the IG live that particular night, I really think he should make it like a bonus episode uh, of his podcast, the too much game podcast. Cause it was just downright hilarious. I didn't, and we started drinking and laughing and reminiscing, man. And I, I just, that was one of the funniest stories. And I did not expect to hear that from uncle Dolomite again, shout out to the homie. Um, make sure you check out his podcast. It drops weekly. Uh, every Sunday he goes live and does the podcast live and, and also check out his, uh, his, his merchandise as well. I cop some merch, uh, too much game store. I think that's the website. Um, but yeah, shout out to uncle Dolomite. Um, so yeah, let me tell you about this story, right? So here's the thing. Everybody, everybody has been fired before. Um, most people, I, I, you know, I can't say everybody, most people, I think if you work long enough, you'll get fired, unfortunately. Um, now, I'm not counting downsides, because I've been downsized before. I mean, that happens in corporate America a lot. But to get straight up fired um, is something in and of itself that's totally different. Uh, so here's how my story goes. All right, so I started off, I was working for this company called Beneficial. Beneficial later became, was it Household? Yeah, I think it became Household. And so when I was working for Beneficial, I worked maybe, I worked there maybe like three years. I just moved to Atlanta and um, it was a good job. And, you know, it, was, it wasn't in the field that I, I chose at South Carolina State University, but it was sales. It was, um, you know, selling personal loans. And we sold these high ass interest rates uh, to people. Uh, probably was a little bit of, <laughs> I can say a little, it probably was a lot of predatory lending because most of the customers were, you know, not as uh, smart. Uh, a lot were elderly, uh, minorities, uh, you name it. So I think Beneficial definitely was benefiting from predatory lending. But these were personal loans. And I mean, like your interest rate could at the time could go up to like 24, 25%. And I mean, you know, but where else could you come and get a signature loan for like eight grand? I mean, like it was, that was the cost of doing business. But anyway, so I worked at Beneficial for like three years. 
and it was time for me to do something new. And uh, somebody had approached me about going to a mortgage company because Beneficial, when I first started at Beneficial, we just did personal loans. And then over time, we got into the subprime lending uh, aspect of things. And, you know, we were selling and buying, you know, these high-ass mortgage loans. And so, you know, you had to sell the customers on it. So basically, if if John, let's just say Uncle Dolomite, he's got money. <laughs> Uncle Dolomite comes in. Hey, I want to get a personal loan for $5,000 to, you know, for vacation. And so it would be my job as a loan officer, which was my job title, to sell him on the personal loan. But I mean, like, he already came in for the personal loan. Now, once I see that Uncle Dolomite has a bunch of money, which he really does, <laughs> and, and, and he has, you know, a home and he's got a lot of equity, and let's say the home is free and clear, uh, you know, you try to sell him on getting a mortgage. So instead of uh, getting five grand, he may walk out of there with a second mortgage for 25 grand at, you know, 19% interest, <laughs> which is crazy. What I mean, interest rates were just that high. And I think the regular interest rates ran about 8%. It was pretty high. Uh, and this was like 90... I want to say this was like 97, 90. No, I take that back. This was like 2000, 2000. Um, so anyway, long story short, uh, I did that for a few years and having done that and had, you know, been relatively successful and made a good bit of money. Uh, I decided to take my talents elsewhere. So I, I, I got a job. I applied with this job, uh, as a loan officer for this company. And I, I'll, let's just call it ABC mortgage because honestly, I cannot remember the name of this company. I never put it on my resume. And so I don't remember the name of the company anyway. Um, so I go there, I interview the interview goes well. They offer me the position. I go back to beneficial, give them my two weeks notice. Everybody's sad and you know, everything. Cause I, I like beneficial, but I mean, the reality was I was going to have a chance to, you know, make, quite a bit more money and I jumped at the opportunity. And I know also, you know, just from school, like sales is just like anything else. It's about personality. It's about, you know, you will buy from people who you like. Uh, that's a proven fact. So I was like, you know, people like me. I think I got a gift to gab. Well, I know I had a gift to gab. Let me just say that off top. <laughs> when it comes to, I could sell ice to an Eskimo and that's not being braggadocious. I'm being for real. Like I just, I'm very confident, particularly if I'm selling something that I like. Honestly, it's not hard to sell, a, especially at that time, it wasn't hard to sell a personal loan. It wasn't that hard to sell a mortgage loan. I mean, if you want the mortgage, then you're going to do what it is to you know get your mortgage. So I go to ABC and I'm there and they told me, okay, well, you have to go to training. And so I did some training and I wasn't aware of the fact that like they really wanted you at least the, the, the lady who hired me, her name was Maria. She was the manager. Uh, they kind of expected you to have a working knowledge of a lot of stuff, a lot of programs uh, as far as like what you could sell to the customer and cross sell. Um, and I'll be honest, a lot of this stuff I didn't know, like <laughs> I just didn't know. And, you know, but they told me, it was like, Hey, don't worry about what you don't know. You know, we'll, train you, we'll teach you, whatever, whatever. And you have to get your licenses and certifications and all of this good stuff like that. So I'm like, all right, cool. And so this goes on for a couple of weeks and 
you know, I remember one day, uh, you know, we had to, there were some phone calls coming in or whatever like that. So it was like, okay, Kyle, I think you're ready to take a phone call. So I took a phone call, took the application and we had to handwrite the apps. This was back in the day. And so you had to handwrite the application, the loan application, get all the information and just, you know, just try to sell them or what have you. And, um, I did a pretty good job. At least I thought I did. And, um, that was on the first call that I did. And, you know, I sold the lady on what she should do and, you know, all the stuff. And so she had to send me the information into, um, I don't even think she did. I don't even think we were using email. We might've been, yeah, we may have been using email. I can't remember, but some of the stuff she had to mail it or what have you, uh, to me, I think we were using email, but she had to mail something else to me. But anyway, long story short, um, I sold it, you know, and so it was good and I was expecting it to close, but they had a little stipulation. Like when you were in your training, your training phase, you could sell, you know, you could sell and talk on the phone, but you know, any deals that you close, you couldn't get any commission off of. And this was a salary plus commission job, a uh, much like, um, beneficial, but beneficial was more heavily on salary, but you could earn a commission as well. Uh, and so I was like, all right, cool. You know, so I was, I don't remember her not telling me that part of the, the discussion. I thought if I sold it, I got the commission, I was going to get paid on it and come to find out it was actually, you know, that wasn't the case. Like I was still in training, so I didn't get any credit for it. Um, and so the next call that I took or whatever like that, I didn't sell it as well or whatever. And she kind of overheard the conversation. She was like, well, Hey, you need to do this. You need to do that. And I'm like, lady, I know what I'm doing. And and I'll be honest. I was, (laughs) I was a little arrogant about it, Uh, but I listened, you know, I I wasn't arrogant to the point as far as like, I was dismissing what she, cause my thing was, I was going to listen to what she had to say. Cause one, she's the manager and two, I don't know anything. Like, so I'm coming into the company being a sponge trying to take everything in. All right, so what happened next was very interesting was we had to go to take a test. Uh, me and three other loan officers, we had to take a test and the test was going to be on the licensing and the, the products that could be sold in the state of North Carolina. So we had to go to Charlotte for a week to go to a training. And so... The training was in Charlotte. They put us up in a hotel. We drove up. Uh, I, I think I rode with somebody. Yeah, I rode with one of my coworkers. And they put us up, up in a hotel. And, you know, we'd go to... The, everything was in the hotel. Like, the, the cl- training class was in there. And so we just had to come down from our rooms and stuff or whatever, whatever. But <laughs> the evenings, instead of, you know, training and going over the material and everything like that and studying, uh, I was out kicking it. <laughs> um, I'm from Florence, South Carolina, which is about two hours from from Charlotte. Uh, I went to school with a bunch of people who live in Charlotte, and some of my best friends at the time were living in Charlotte. So after work, I was kicking it in Charlotte. Like I was hanging out. We went to bars. I think one night we went to a club. I was like, this was like a vacation because I got a chance to see my friends. I was getting paid because it was a paid training. And it was love. So I really wasn't paying attention to what I should have been doing, which was studying. Um, (laughs) So the Friday comes and we got to take the test. So we're taking the test. And I'll be honest, y'all, your boy ain't study a lick. 
and I've always been, I, I've been a pretty good test taker in my life, but the idea of taking a test, you know, being verbalized, Hey, you have to take a test. That's even to this day, it still kind of gives me, you know, kind of creeps me out a little bit, certain levels of anxiety. And I'm, I'm a fairly confident person, but that, you know, the idea of having to take a test, um, still bothers me. But anyway, I'm a G I'm a fight through it. Right. Wrong. <laughs> so I take the test. And as I'm taking the test, I am literally guessing just about every single answer. I don't know. You know, so some of the stuff that I could put together, some of the other stuff, I, it just looked foreign to me. And it felt like some of the stuff that I was looking at wasn't even in the, in the training. Um, so make a long story short. So we take the test and we head back to Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> come to find out that next, like two days later, I failed the test. Uh, I don't know how bad I failed, but I know I failed the hell out of that test. So that's one strike. Now, I don't know that that's a strike against me because it wasn't presented like, hey, your job is on the line if you don't, you know, do this or whatever. And so the next couple of days, I noticed that Maria was kind of hanging around and she was asking me a lot of questions. She was like, well, hey, and she was asking me these scenarios and the scenarios she was asking me, I didn't know anything about these programs because again, I'm somebody who's relatively new. We didn't have a bunch of programs that beneficial. Everything was kind of like in-house. You didn't have to jump through all of these hoops and stuff. So they weren't state regulated or anything like that. So I'm green basically. And so I'll never forget, like, so that was like on a Tuesday, Wednesday, I was on the phone and taking an application and she was kind of listening. And then she, when I got off the phone, she was telling me, okay, Hey, you should do this. Why didn't you say this? And I'm like, why are you listening to my conversation first and foremost? And I was like, you know, I, I just, it just, it felt whack. Like I've never had anybody micromanage me. Right. And so Friday comes. So Friday comes, you know, me and my coworkers, we, I never forget. We went out to lunch, came back. And you know, that day I didn't see much of Maria. She was in her office most of the day when she came out of her office. I remember I spoke to her and she spoke, but her head dropped. Like there was no eye contact, no nothing. I was like, okay, something's not right here. Because I, I'm I'm a I'm a big believer and I'm a big person who is I'm very big into body language. And her body language was telling me like something wasn't cool. And again, I hadn't seen her all day. I didn't see her till like lunchtime and she was in her office most of the day. And when I saw her at lunch when she left for lunch, she spoke when she had her head down, she was looking at, at her feet basically. Wouldn't give me any eye contact. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget. It was 4.55. She calls me on my phone at my, at my desk. And she's like, hey, can you come into my office for a second? And I'm like, yeah, why are you calling me at 4.55? Because, like, we're all, everybody's, it's, it's 5 o'clock. Everything's kind of slowed down. Phones aren't ringing. You know, we're all getting ready to get out of it, right? And so I'm thinking, okay, let me go see what she wants. And I don't know if I just, I had a bad feeling. <laughs> and so I go into her office and she was like, um, 
I really don't know how to say this, so I'm just going to get right to it. Uh, today's going to be your last day. Say like, what? You got to be kidding me. She was just like, yeah, you know, I, I think, you know, where we need you to be, you're not where we need you to be. Um, uh, you took the test and you didn't do well on the test, which is a lie because I failed that test. <laughs> she was being nice. Uh, she was like, you didn't do well on the test. And she was like, my expectations were, I thought that you would be able to come in and hit the ground running and you really don't know a lot. And she was like, we probably should have you know, not brought you in, you know, thinking that you knew what you knew because you, you didn't. And she was basically telling me like, bro, you don't know shit. Like (laughs) you don't know nothing. And, you know, she, I know this for a fact, because there was another, there was, there was three other loan officers that went with us. Um, One of the loan officers, one of my coworkers did see, my homegirl come pick me up like on Wednesday night when we went to the club. Cause I was clearly dressed for the club and I am 1000% sure that he ratted and said, Hey, Kyle was hanging out in Charlotte, which is nobody's business. Cause technically after five o'clock I'm, I'm off the clock. I don't, I don't owe anybody anything, but I'm almost positive that he went and told her this. So it looks like, Old 12 is up there partying and kicking it and not focused on business, which I kind of (laughs) was. I was up there kicking it and partying. Um, It was a business trip, but I treated it like a pleasure trip. And this is, you know, this is not, you know, 51 year old 12 Kyle. This is a very, very young 12 Kyle. I think, I, I don't even think we had, we had Dion. Um, but yeah, I was, you know, maybe not even, I don't even think we, we may, we may not have had, okay. Yeah, we did have Dion. We didn't have Cameron yet, but we had just got married. Um, so yeah, I just, you know, it was, I wasn't focused, you know, I wasn't as focused as I should have been. So anyway, she was like, you know, we got to let you go. You know, today is going to be your last day. We'll mail your check to you. So forth and so on. No, no, no. I take that back. She, she had a check for me. She gave me the check and then she was like, you know, whatever you, she was like, your training for, uh, that you did in Charlotte. She was like, there's a check. She was like, we'll mail that to you. And I was like, and I'm so I'm sitting there dumbfounded. Like, yo, I'm really like, it was, it didn't, it, it never registered. I was like, yo, I'm, she's really firing me. Like, I can't believe this shit. Like she, re, it's almost like, like you recruited me. Like I wasn't really looking for a job. I was cool and beneficial and you know, she got my information and recruited me and I'm like, I'm <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, I'm the number one draft pick. Like I'm LeBron. You brought me here for me to succeed and you throw me to the wolves. I'm you literally and figuratively put me in the ocean. And, and this happens. It happened a lot in the mortgage industry. I will say this much, uh, put me in the middle of the ocean Told me, get out the boat, and it's either sink or swim. I mean, and, like, you have no choice. Like, there's no in-between. And I've seen that happen a thousand times. And you either make it or you don't. And Maria was just, you know, she was full of shit. And so I was, like, still trying to process the fact that, you know, I'm about to, I'm getting fired. 
And like when I walk out of here, not only am I getting fired, but because she called me at 455, every all the other loan officers, we were still in the office. So they knew that I went in there and I know that they knew I was getting fired. Right. So that's embarrassing in and of itself. So I'm like still processing it as she's talking. And, and after this point, when she mentioned about the check, after that, I didn't, I didn't hear, I, I couldn't hear anything. Everything else was just want, 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 Charlie Brown, teacher, right? So she was like, you know, I'm sorry, you know, this shouldn't have happened, and I hate for it to be like this, but you know, we're we're, we're definitely gonna have to part ways today. And so I was like, okay. And so I didn't even say nothing. I, she was like, when, when she said that, she stood up and she stuck her hand out. <laughs> And me, 12 Kyle, you guys know me, right? I, I'm I'm as cool as the other side of the pillow, right? <laughs> she stuck her hand out. And I looked at her, dead in her eye. And I said, don't you stick your fucking hand out. I don't want to shake your fucking hand. I am never like that unless provoked. And in this sense, I wasn't provoked because, you know, there's no confrontation. I mean, she wasn't being confrontational. She was just doing what she had to do. But by this time, like, I low-key lost it. And it's I, I can't really tell y'all about, there's only maybe a handful of times in my lifetime where I've lost it. And I'm not a big person. Uh, I'm not a tall person, but I will say this. If I lose it, you know, I feel like I could beat Shaq. <laughs> and I probably could if I'm that upset. And so I lost it. So she walks me out of her. So I turn and I walk out of her office and then I go to my desk. And when I go to my desk, I just see kind of my stuff is actually kind of in a little pile, like my notebooks uh, I didn't have my briefcase with me, but I have. I had a couple of notebooks and a couple of papers or whatever like that, a couple of files on my desk. Everything was kind of like, it wasn't the way that I left it. So that told me that somebody came and while we were in there talking, it came and kind of got my little stuff together. And I was like, ain't this about a bitch? <laughs> you gonna fire me and don't even allow me to get my stuff together? So I grabbed my, I grabbed my, um, my jacket. I had a, I was wearing a, a suit, a no tie. I grabbed my jacket, put my jacket on. And then I saw her standing there. She was just like, she's kind of standing to see if, see, you know, kind of to walk me out of the office. And there was still a couple of loan officers there and everybody's like, all right, man, man, you know, one, one dude named Steve, Steve's real cool. Me and Steve are uh, still cool to this day. And we're connected on Facebook. Our wives are friends. Um, and Steve and I have the same birthday too. Shout out to Steve. Uh, Steve walked over, gave me dab. He's like, man, you know, you got my number. Let's keep in touch, whatever, whatever. I was like, all right, Steve. And the other two loan officers, I didn't say anything to. They just, and one of them was the guy who dimed me out. So I wasn't going to say shit to him. So as I turn, I look back and I see that she's still standing there and I'm about to walk out the door and I turn back toward my desk like I'm getting something. And she was just standing there. 
And I'm like, and, and so when I looked at her, I'm like, so now I'm getting eye contact. Like, well, I couldn't get eye contact before she left for lunch. And something just clicked. And man, <laughs> I took my desk and I flipped that motherfucker over. <laughs> Do you remember the scene in um, Lean on Me when Mr. Darnell flipped the table? Man, I flipped my desk. All of the papers went everywhere. I took my chair and I threw it up against the wall. And she just, she, by this time, her mouth was on the floor because little 12 Kyle wasn't to be fucked with. And I was not playing. I was wrecking shop up in there. And I just, I, I, once I threw the chair into the wall, that was it. It was nothing else for me to throw. But I've never thrown anything but a football in my life. Like, I've never, and I wasn't going to hit her. And I didn't say anything. I, I didn't yell. I didn't cuss. I didn't say anything. I just flipped anything, any and everything I could get my hands on. And as I was wanting, so I did not turn before she could call security. I, and she wasn't going to call security, but just in case she did, security got fucked up too. Uh, and so as I'm walking toward the door, the, of course, the trash can is by the door. Man, I kicked that trash can. I kicked the trash can halfway across the room. Trash is flying everywhere. And I walk outside, man, and I go get my car. And I'm fuming. And I get in my car. And when I turn, it's weird. When I turn the ignition on, the radio comes on, and whatever zone I was in, I left. I just left. I don't know what happened. I know what happened, but it was kind of like an outer body experience. And I just, then I realized what I did. I was like, damn, you just really tore some shit up in there. You got fired, but you tore some shit up. And while I was upset about being fired, I actually felt kind of good that I tore some shit up. You know, now I didn't, I didn't make any major damage and anything like that. And she didn't, she wasn't crazy enough to call the cops or anything like that. But, um, I felt good. I felt good. And, and here's the, the funny thing though. When I look back on it now, I really deserve to get fired because I just, I wasn't prepared for that job. Now I will say this much. She was correct. She should not have hired me because she expected me to have a working knowledge of stuff that I had never done before. And she never asked those questions. And to be honest, she assumed that I knew. And I never, in the interview process, I never asked her, well, hey, this, or said, hey, this is what I know. I know this, I know that, I know one, two, three. She wanted me to know X, Y plus Z equals seven, 12. Like she wanted me to know all of that stuff. And there are people that work there that came in, that walked in the door with that type of working knowledge. I wasn't one of them, right? So I, uh, <laughs> as as the people say, as old folks say down south, I cut up. <laughs> I cut the hell up uh, once I got fired. But if I'm looking back on it now, I deserve to get fired. Um, you know, that was the first. And was that the last time I got fired? That was definitely the first time I got fired. I got fired again. No, I didn't get fired again. I've never been fired since then. I've had contract. I've been on, you know, had contracts that gotten renewed. Definitely been downsized before, um, more times than I'd like to uh, admit. Um, but that, those are never, you know, it's never anything personal with that. It's just a numbers game. And, um, you know, I think uh, if you work long enough, like I said, these type of things will happen. In conclusion, man, it, it was, 
it was a very interesting time for me. Uh, I was newly married, new father, new responsibilities. I think, I don't think we, yeah, I think I bought my house already. Um, I think, I can't remember if I bought the house yet or not. We bought the house yet or not. But, um, yeah, yeah, we had bought the house because, um, because when I worked for beneficial, the beneficial was only like literally a four minute drive from my house. So yeah, we had had, we had this house. And so, you know, I got new responsibilities and now all of a sudden I'm out of a job, you know, I got to look at dipping in my savings to make sure we stay afloat. Um, but you know, unfortunately for old 12, uh, you know, things kind of fell into place. Uh, later that day, I reached out to my homeboy, Steve, um, not Steve that I work with, but another Steve, Steve that I went to school with my, one of my boys, Steve. And, um, I told Steve what happened and Steve was like, Hey, well, we got, uh, we got some, you know, some, some openings at, at, at my company. And I was like, all right. He was like, well, you know, he's like, uh, I can get you an interview. I was like, you sure? He was like, yeah. He's like, Dre does the interviewing. It was like, Dre, who? He's like, Dre from school. And so he was talking about Dre, Andrea, and Andrea, me and Steve all went to South Carolina State. So, and I knew Andrea, you know, she played tennis. I knew her from right away. And so it's like, oh shit. And so when I interviewed there at that company, that company is called Homeowners Loan. And um, I interviewed with Homeowners Loan and, you know, got a job there immediately and started working immediately. Now the difference is at Homeowners Loan from ABC, homeowners was 100% commission. So you don't you eat what you kill. And uh, I did that for about four months. And then after that, Andrea came to me one day and she was like, she was like, hey, I'm not trying to get rid of you. She's like, but we have a we have a position downstairs in the underwriting department. I think you'd be great for it. She was like, you know, you, you probably would be a better uh, underwriter than you would be a uh, loan officer. And I was like, well, <laughs> what's the salary like? And she told me what the salary was. And it was like, she, I was like, any commission? She was like, no. She was like, you getting a check every two weeks. I was like, okay. <laughs> and so I interviewed and the rest is history. Came in a mortgage underwriter and took off from there and built a career from that point on. But, you know, in a, in a strange way, I have to thank Maria for, for firing me because if I had not gotten fired I probably wouldn't have gone on the path that I've gone on and I probably wouldn't be where I'm today. So, uh, Maria, if you're listening or if you're watching, thank you. Uh, and I didn't mean to tear up your office, but you had it coming. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for me. Thank you for checking out this edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. Uh, the podcast drops every Thursday at midnight from time to time. We drop bonus episodes like this one on Sundays at midnight. Uh, be, so be sure to subscribe. Subscribe, like, download, uh, follow me on all of the socials or my personal page at 12 Kyle on Twitter and Instagram uh, on the show page uh, at 12 Kyle Podcast uh, on Instagram and Twitter as well. Uh, also on TikTok at 12 Kyle Podcast. You can see clips on there and everything. Um, if you feel like it, if you feel so inclined, uh, hit us up on Cash App. Send us a couple of dollars. Uh, dollar sign. T-W-E-L-V-E-K-Y-L-E. Uh, again, that's going to do it for me. 
This has been another bonus episode of the 12 Kyle podcast where I've told you about that time that I got fired. Hope you found it funny because it's funny to me, even some 25 plus years later. Uh, Again, that's going to do it for me. I am your boy, 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. 5,000.